Good morning, everyone. It's time for today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up, and without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk about something really exciting. It's not too often you see things like the Scrum Guy get updated. Now, I know there's been a lot of articles published about this and a lot of uh, people making noise about, hey, this changed or that changed. But I thought I'd throw my uh, hat into the ring and give you my synopsis of the Scrum Guy. First and foremost, congratulations congratulations to both Jeff and Ken. You did a fantastic job. This most recent update, I don't think I could have wished for anything better. It appears that you kept things really short and concise, as usual, but that the level of clarity that came with the new Scrum Guide is outstanding. I am thoroughly happy with all of the changes. I haven't seen one thing yet that I looked at and questioned and shook my head or said, why this or why that? So I thought it would be fun to quickly review the Scrum Guide 2020 versus Scrum Guide 2017 and uh, just make sure we cover what those changes are. So that way, if you're curious, you can kind of know what they did and how they did it and you know, maybe a little of the context behind the why. So first and foremost, I feel like it's just, it's simple. It's clear. It's simple. It makes sense. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's brilliant to see when a group of uh, you know strong-minded individuals get together, but they can come to a conclusion that breaks things down to what I call in a nutshell, right? They just put everything together. Uh, they emphasize that you know it, it's easy to read and it describes what Scrum really is. Scrum is a light framework that helps people, teams, and organizations generate value through adaptive solutions for complex problems. I love it, and it doesn't say that it's limited to. Software, hardware, you know, insurance, banking, finance, entertainment. It, it just opens things up, which I think is very, very cool. And then it describes the roles. It talks about the three roles. It says, Scrum requires a Scrum Master to foster an environment where a product owner orders work for a complex problem into a product backlog. That makes sense. And they govern and manage that backlog. The Scrum team turns a selection of work into an increment of value during a sprint. I love that they use the word increment. It just makes sense. The team, scrum team, and stakeholders inspect the results and adjust for the next sprint. Repeat. Scrum is just that simple, and it really is. So I love that they made it just so clear, and they got many of the long and complicated you know, phrasing and details and things that they had in there. I mean, it was just, they had so much overhead. You know, I'm just glad that they simplified and focused on what was the most important. The next big change I wanted to point out is a shift to focusing on the mindset. Uh, The new Scrum Guide takes time to reinforce uh, the five values, the five core values of Scrum, which are focus, openness, respect, commitment, and extreme courage. And they're clearly defined uh, what each one is and how it applies to people's behavior and how that's more valuable over the process of the practice. So it seems like that that lift of clarification is just throughout the entire document. It also focuses heavily on the empirical pillars of transparency, inspect, and adapt. And it explains what they're all about. So that way there's clarity. There's no confusion. Uh, We don't get wrapped up on all the different... Uh, jargon and techniques and what we're going to use. And it's just so simple and so lightweight and so easy. I think the biggest change for me and the one I love the most is that we 
did away with development team. Uh, you know, it, it says, now this is interesting, it says developer still, but it says developers, Scrum Master, and product owner come together and form a Scrum team. You know, it sounds like it's a big change, but I would argue that it's been that way all along. It's just for clarification. Because I know, for one, many people struggled when they took the Scrum Master exam, the difference between a development team and a Scrum team. It sounds like one and the same to me. But when they said Scrum Team, they were talking about everybody all-inclusive. And I think that in many of the writings where they said Scrum Team, people automatically assumed that they were just talking about the people who built the product or service. So I think this added clarification is going to show that they need to work together more, that they need to self-manage, self-organize, collaborate, and that they need to pull things together in order to be successful. Once again, very powerful change. I like what they did there. Uh, you know, And I think that this also lays... The, the runway, the groundwork for making scaling approach clearer than it ever has been. If teams become too large, they should consider reorganizing into multiple cohesive smaller scrum teams, each focused on the same product. Therefore, they should share the same product goal, the same product backlog, and the same product owner. I love that. And I think that it, it's just it, it just solidifies so many things. And it just makes sense. And it's something that we we never took the time to really, you know, lots of scrum trainers argued over this, just the way it was worded and the way it was taught. Now I think there's nothing but clarity, which is great. Uh, the last change that I really love is new language about something called a product goal. Now for years I've been teaching about a product vision and strategy and how that should incorporate a goal, an angle for where we're trying to go with the product or service. And the sprint goal should tie back to building an increment that adheres to the goal of our product goal. And it just makes sense. I think that this is an opportunity for a scrum guide to catch up with what's really been going on all along. Uh, but when you officially add product goal as an artifact, it provides better definition of what we're trying to do. And it gives clarity to large organizations that you can have a corporate vision and strategy of what you're trying to achieve for your organization or, co or company strategically. But that should also be followed up with some clear product goals that align with what each of your products or services do and how they're going to help you know your business grow and how those products are going to grow and how they're going to help solve problems for end consumers. And I also think that there's clarity around definition of done. Uh, the moment a product backlog item meets the definition of done, an increment is born. Wow. I mean, could it be any more poetic? Could it be any more perfect? I mean, this is just a really, really strong way to solidify the things that are in there. Now, there are some tweaks with some words, but I love the fact that they kept it down to a small number of pages, that the changes were strong, that the wording is more clear, and that in the end... I applaud both Jeff and Ken for their effort. I think that this was much needed. I'm very happy that it really, it really, really came through. And, and, and I couldn't be more happy and celebrate that this is going to revolutionize the way. It's going to make it easier for organizations to really understand what's happening. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Daily Stand-Up. If you have an idea or suggestion or recommendation for a topic you'd like to discuss, please reach out to us at learnmore@agiledad.com. We'd love to hear your ideas and cover them on one of our episodes. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.